What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Okay, so I've been saying how crazy it is that it's already spring, but you know what that means? That means next up is summer. I know, so strange, but it's coming up quick. I personally love a wax any time of the year, but especially during those summer months, waxing really is just a must-have for me, and I know a lot of my girlfriends do it too. So when it comes to waxing, I'm a big fan of European Wax Center because when you go there, you get the best by the best. Their certified wax specialists are trained in prepping, protecting, and pampering your skin, all very important things. And did you guys know that as the experts in wax, European Wax Center is also the expert of skin? I really believe it's important to exfoliate, moisturize, take care of all of that beautiful skin all over your body. And I love that European Wax Center knows how important that is too. So they just released an all new line of products that are specifically designed to pair with waxing. These new products make the best wax even better. And when you do over 7.5 million bikinis a year, um, wow, you know you're getting only the best. Plus they've added enhanced health and hygiene measures for extra confidence and care. European Wax Center is so confident that you'll love the service and products that they're offering all first-time guests their first wax free. Visit WaxCenter.com to book your reservation today. Check out the new line of products and remember that first wax is free. Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, it's a big day. It's March 4th. That's known as Inauguration Day amongst, you know, my QAnon friends. And uh, the Capitol is locked down. All the Congress people and senators have gone home because they're afraid that uh, the QAnon shaman will marshal his forces and take over the Capitol, and they're going to bring Donald Trump back. That's all part of the big lie. We will uh, get you ready for that. And um, my crazy congressperson, Ayanna Presley, is leading the charge to lower the voting age. And have you ever heard a dumber idea in your life? Terry Francota, nice guy. Tito is, uh, he's got a, uh, he's got a detractor out there. Somebody is calling him out. His son is, uh, is exposing poor Tito, um, for covering things up in the Indians organization. Uh, Mario, not Mario, um, Mario's son, Andrew Cuomo. He does just like that. He kisses man. He kisses woman and he cries on cue. Another embarrassing day for Andrew Cuomo and Turtle Boy is in a uh, feud with uh, Little Kindy. Little Kindy will tell you all about that and more on today's Callahan podcast brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car, but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy and the loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rent loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right, Colleen, let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, today's the day. Big day. My friends in QAnon call this Inauguration Day. Today's the day with uh, somehow, I assume uh, by Chopper, uh, Donald Trump returns to D.C., it, it, the chopper's got to go over all those fences and over all that barbed wire, land in the Capitol. It's going to take to the Capitol steps because that's where you get inaugurated. And I'm not sure who's going to attend this because uh, there's nobody in the Capitol. They've uh, abandoned the place. There'll be the Congress 
all those weasels voted on some radical bill last night at midnight and, and screwed, get out of town because, you know, we have credible threats. I don't know if you heard it, Turtle Boy, but there are credible threats against the Capitol. One report said uh, these white, right-wing, white supremacist QAnon uh, people are poised to blow the Capitol up. And I'm, I take that seriously. I think they have a plan. I don't know what it is. But they have a plan. I think everyone should get out of D.C. I think they should make the fences higher. I think they should make them walls, solid, concrete walls. They should call shake concrete, get retaining walls around the Capitol, and don't let anyone near it. They should let no one in D.C. because this is so dangerous. I think, you know what I really think, Turtle Boy? I what? think QAnon Shaman, Shaman QAnon, Viking man, is sending signals <laughs> to his supporters. They had a plan to overthrow the government. We all know that. We they almost that. did it. Right. They almost they were this close to overthrowing the government. It was just like Myanmar. Myanmar. How do you say that? Myanmar? Myanmar. Same, thing, same thing. QAnon Shaman had a plan. He was going to be the new God King of the US government. He and his people, they didn't have any weapons. We heard that testimony this week. No guns, but they had like uh, flags and, and and like sticks and 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 some rocks. And they were gonna overthrow the US government, take over the military kick all the Congress people. No, kill. They were going to take that guillotine and cut the heads off of all the Congress people. That was the plan. Uh, guillotine, Jerry. Guillotine. What did I say? Guillotine. 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 Very, Ameri very American of you. All, it was going to be like it was going to be like apocalypto. All the heads were going to roll down the steps in front of the Capitol. Every congressperson, every senator, and QAnon Shaman was going to be our new president, and it was going to be a free country. We were going to be free. There was going to be no, no taxes and stuff like that. And, and there was going to be no, uh, uh, no police reform bills or anything. It was just going to be him as a dictator, and I was all in. But today, yeah, I think you're on to something. I think that QAnon Shaman, Shaman, yeah, Shaman is on to something. I think that he's sending signals from the inside, right? He doesn't just do press for just to, because he wants right. to. Why, why else would he do an interview this right? morning? If, if you missed it, we have the whole thing. We have the QAnon Shaman. Everyone's been waiting waiting uh, excitedly to hear from this loser who painted his face red white and blue loser mastermind i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah, yeah. Matt, loser mastermind same slash you know and who's to say that gail king is not a part of this journey who's to say that i mean he didn't good just, point he had to know somebody who knew him maybe she's part of q and i that's a good point jerry why are they platforming hate <laughs> it's a good question because that's the new uh platform of our new federal government under q and on shaman it's all about hate white supremacy gail king is kind of she's a white supremacist we all know that she's just trying to throw us off the trail but with support for uh you know biden and obama and everyone else but she's in on it we know that now she talked to today if you missed it the QAnon shaman shaman the first u.s citizen to get life for trespassing uh no bail you know no he got he got organic food which is important because that's going to be part of his platform, organic food for everybody. But QAnon Shaman this morning, I believe, broke his silence. And I've been waiting to hear because I need orders. We need our assignments. You know, we, we, what's the next step? He doesn't, he didn't get to keep his Viking horns in prison, which is too bad. Because I guess they thought he was going to, you know, escape. He was going to shank the guard with the Viking horn and escape. So he's still in prison going on. How long would that be? One, two, three months. Uh, for trespassing and disorderly conduct and vandalism and other, you know, serious, serious charges. 
and he should be in prison because uh, that way it's harder for him to plot the overthrow today. Or, I'm sorry, it's not an overthrow today. It's just a re-inauguration of Donald Trump. That's why D.C.'s in lockdown. It's been in lockdown. That's why they've spent almost a billion dollars on fences and barbed wire and, and National Guardsmen and rotted food for the National Guardsmen. It's a big, big plot. Today, we all just hold on, hold our breath, and hope the death count, the body count is low. But we'll see. Anyway, today's the day that QAnon Shaman broke a silence. We have the sound. Do we not, Cullinane? No, we just, it just went live just before we came on. Just went live. And, we haven't and, been able to scrub it, so sorry. I mean, actually, you know what? If if CBS can air QAnon conspiracy theories, they, then we can air it, right? Like, we're, not, question. we're not going to get censored like we did how, last time. How are they allowed to do this, CBS? How How is the... Uh, the fent- well, first of all, you you found it on Twitter, right, or on yeah. Facebook? Twitter. It comes with one of those little things underneath that Twitter always has. Like, they, remember they used to do to Trump? Everything right. you would tweet would be like, "This is disputed information." This Every day they would do it, right? Disputed. They they flagged everything he tweeted, and how can you not flag this when we know we can confirm that he's sending signals? We can tell. I'll tell you some of the words he uses, the phrases. Um, in the video, you'll see he doesn't have his Viking horns and he's bald, by the way. But, you know, he looks good. He looks strong. He looks ready to lead. You know, it's like, you know, like Nelson Mandela getting out of prison. He's ready to lead and I'm ready to follow. I don't know. You can, here he is. We got some video. I mean, that's a leader right there. Wouldn't you say? That, that's a guy that you want to follow into battle. Okay. That's what he looks like. He looks like Jack Dorsey. <laughs> let's hear. Let's hear from him because uh, he does look like a leader. I'll give him uh, let's hear. Let's hear from what? What is his name anyway? I don't even know. Uh yeah, I don't even know. He's either. just the QAnon. He's the QAnon shaman. Yeah, QAnon shaman. They took his Viking horns, his cape, his fur. His, they don't let him paint his face in prison. But today, he spoke out with. Did he actually speak to Gail Freaking? No, he spoke to a reporter from CBS. A reporter from CBS from prison, and we are ready to get our A reporter. We're not we're not sure. We don't know what the you know, it could be a like you said, it could be this could be a smoke signal. Let's listen to Q Man himself. On January 6th were an attack on this country. Do you understand that? No, they did not, ma'am. My actions were not an attack on this country. That is incorrect. That is inaccurate entirely. How would you describe them? My actions personally? On January 6th. My actions on January 6th, how would I describe them? Well, I sang a song, and that's a part of shamanism. It's about um, creating positive vibrations in a sacred chamber. I also stop people from stealing and vandalizing that sacred space, the Senate. Okay, I actually stopped somebody from stealing muffins out of the out of the break room. You're right. <laughs> you guys read about the muffins? Honestly, Turtle Boy, I know you and I are both followers, big believers, but I think he's gonna win some converts. I think when this interview airs, goes glo- goes viral, goes global, I think people are gonna come around. He's Why didn't stopped- CNN tell us about the muffins? I don't know. Not the muffins. The muffins. Seems like a big it's, deal, do they not? It's the media. The media is corrupt. They're, they're suppressing, just like they suppressed the Aunt Biden story. They're suppressing the QAnon shaman story. He stopped people from stealing muffins. Yeah, the, they were the, fresh. The, the podium guy would eat all the muffins. He had the perfect stage to sing a song while he was at the podium. He didn't okay. sing the song there. I don't. Well, I don't I'm know. ready to sing with you, Q man. What what song yeah, was he singing? Can we just point out that like this guy is getting a harsher sentence than Jefferson Davis did for leading <laughs> an actual insurrection <laughs> against the country. Like what? Jefferson <laughs> Davis got statues. That's, that's <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. That's true. 
But where those statues were, we're going to build statues of QAnon. It's going to be easy because he's got no hair. Um, but um, he's, he's, we're going we're gonna to uh, keep a tally of the heroic acts that he performed on January 6th. He, he sang a song, which I assume was Lee Greenwood, right? What else would you sing? I assume was uh, proud to be an American. And B, stopped people from stealing muffins. He couldn't stop the guy from stealing the podium or stealing the uh, documents from Nancy Pelosi's office, but he did stop them from stealing some uh, blueberry muffins. Let's hear some more. Okay. Prayer in that sacred chamber because it was my intention to bring divinity and to bring God back into the Senate. But Jake, legally, you were not allowed to be in what you're calling the sacred chamber. And that is and that is the one very serious regret that I have was believing that when we were waved in by police officers, that it was acceptable. Do you still believe you're a patriot? I consider myself a lover of my country. I consider myself a believer in the Constitution. I consider myself a believer in truth and our founding principles. I consider myself a believer in God. Corey Siegel is I'm, a. I'm I don't know about you guys, but I'm convinced. You know what? In all seriousness, he's going to beat the rap. I mean, <laughs> they waved him in. He makes a good point. He's like, I don't know. They waved me in. They waved him in. We have video of him get, entering the uh, Senate chambers with a security guard escorting him. He goes up to the leader's podium area, and the guy says, can you just come down? That's the sacredest place. And he does. There's no video of him committing any violent acts, breaking windows, smashing anything, stealing anything. He's going to beat the rap. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's going to lead to a uh, you know, whole new wave of violence like it will if Derek Chauvin beats the rap in Minneapolis. Next week, right? We'll have the Chauvin trial. Which I'm, I don't want, you know, we can get into that too, but he's got a good chance. I can't believe I'm saying it, but Derek Chauvin has a good chance of beating the rap because they overcharged him. And the medical examiners already said that uh, George Floyd had enough fentanyl in him to OD, but I, I know let's, We'll get to that. That's coming. This is more important today because March fourth, and I and I and I know people are stupid. People are stupid. America, the American public is stupid. We see examples every day, but people are people really believing this nonsense about yes, credible threats? We have to surround the Capitol with fencing and and, and national guardsmen. The Congress has to adjourn and uh, uh, leave the cap, leave the city. They had to work deep into the night last night and get out of the city because they're afraid of QAnon. Jerry, these are the same people that believe the media when they told them that a 16-year-old kid in a MAGA hat smiling at a guy banging a drum in his face was like some sort of racist cult leader or something. They will believe anything the media tells them as long as it's associated with Donald Trump. Anything. It is said. Or or Brett Kavanaugh committed drugged women when he was 16 years old. What's in this guy? Like, that's the leader of the revolution. That's their Ho Chi Minh? That is Fidel Castro right there in 1959, taking over, uh, you know, Cuba, overthrowing Batista. And, and he's got, you know, a huge, you, see, you don't know because these people are so sly and cunning, Turtle, but you don't know how many there are. You've never actually met, seen a, a QAnon leader, right? I don't know any of them. I don't them, know who QAnon is. What the hell is it? I, oh, stop, please. Like, you don't know. Like, you're not a member. Come I on. It tells me I, I should be scared of it, but I still, is there, is there's a guy named Q? What's his real name? Quinn? Uh, uh, you're not supposed to know, okay? You know, you, he's so smart. You'll never find out. Where did he live? 
Jacob Chansley, I believe is his name. Okay, so who's the real leader? Where was he? Oh, no. How come he's not being charged with conspiracy? Rico. He's leading in prison. That's why. See, today you're going to find out because that's why this uh, interview dropped today. I mean, why was he waiting three months to tell his story? Because today he sent signals. I mean, you think that muffins are really, you think he's really talking about muffins right there? He's not talking about muffins. He's talking about bombs and, and missiles, missiles and rocket propelled grenades. He's got, they're, they're coming. Well, uh, also, just, to, just to be clear, this is part of a 60 minutes plus piece and uh, Paramount Plus is where that show lives. And it launches today, coincidentally. So today, Inauguration yeah. Day. So they chose, just, to, just to let this be clear, they're launching a major platform in their eyes, right? They're launching like their version of news, Netflix, or whatever you want to call it. And their lead get for this show, they felt to launch the entire thing was the QAnon shop. That's their get. That's their big get. The guy. And, and are they happy with the uh, content? Because he sounds like we thought he would sound. He sounds like a moron who just, you know, swept up in whatever. Uh, conspiracy theories, dumb conspiracy theories. And he <laughs> sang a song, said a like prayer. He's going to beat the rap. He's been overcharged. He's he, he doesn't get bail. Now, what logic is that? You're right. You mentioned Jefferson Davis, but I said QAnon man could have murdered something. He could have murdered his wife if he had a wife, and he'd have made bail by now, you know? I mean, Derek Chauvin made bail, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't that what Democrats want is like criminal justice reform? No, Was the Minnesota bail fund shared? to get these guys out of jail no i don't believe well yeah mike pence started a fund to raise money to bail out all the right oh no they wanted to kill him they wanted to (laughs) that's right they wanted to put him in the guillotine and 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 take off with his head but it's a good point it's you know why he's in jail you know why he's not getting out anytime soon you know why he's so overcharged you know because he has no support when you Burn down police stations in Minneapolis or burn down federal courthouses or try in Portland. You have lots of support. You have the support of the vice president, maybe maybe even the president. Who knows? But you have the support of the media. You have the support of everybody at CNN. If you destroy small businesses, destroy uh, minority neighborhoods in Kenosha or Minneapolis, you've got lots of support. Where is Lynn Wood now? Lynn Wood organized this whole nonsense He's like suppose he's a good lawyer, right? He got the covenant kids off. Like, why isn't he representing all these people for free? I don't know what he's doing. He's been banned from everything, so you can't hear from him. But the reason QAnon Shaman, Jacob, what's his last name? Jacob what? Jacob Chansley. Jacob Chansley is still in prison. He has one supporter, his mother. His mother was the one demanding they give him organic food. Why don't they just give him regular food and tell him it's organic? What's the difference? I always he knows. The shaman knows, Jerry. Like, like I'm, I'm, my, my wife brought home a box of cereal last night and it said organic. And I always go, what the hell does that even mean with cereal? And on the back, it explained only 1% of the farmland in U.S. is organic. This is special where they don't use pesticides, apparently. But who cares? What, would you rather have pesticides on your grain or on your tomatoes or pests? That's your choice. If you have organic food, that means bugs are, get in it, right? I guess so. I digress. I'm sorry. Um, okay. So that's important to this nut. He's in prison for trespassing. God knows he'll never get out. And he wants to make sure there were no pesticides used on the on the on the peas that he's eaten for dinner with his meatloaf in prison. He's. Yeah. I'm starting to think he's not very of not of sound mind. I'm starting to think QAnon man is a little unhinged. How can you, you? How can any serious person watch that interview and think any and reach any other conclusion that this guy is ill? Like he, 
he's not in the same universe as the rest of us. He's, he's no different than the guy in the street corner ranting and raving about whatever in New York City. And we're just taking him seriously. Like this, they want to present this guy as the leader of a serious revolution that almost killed literally half of Congress. Right. And by the way, they're shoving through uh, uh, legislation. And again, they did it yesterday, last night, late in the night, because they had to get out of D.C. because he was coming. That to me, and we mentioned this yesterday, Shattuck and I talked about the big lies. We've been told a lot of lies in the last year. Most of them about the, you know, about the corona, about the China virus. You know, most of them about things. I mean, God knows Fauci's lied to us every other day. Um, you know, today, whatever, you know, we're being told lies about the virus and, and whatever, masks and spread and lockdowns and everything else. But I've never heard a bigger, more transparent lie than the capitals under siege that this these threats from white supremacists and i mean i've tweeted about it and invariably you get these people tweet back and they say don't you remember january 6th and my answer is of course i do and that's why it'll never happen again because it was stupid it was unorganized it was a mess it hurt trump it hurt the person they supposedly supported and It'll never, they'll never allow it again. There'll never be another January 6th. There'll be plenty more Kenosha's and Portland's, you know, Antifa <clears throat> isn't slowing down at all, but I'm going to say that the white supremacists, the QAnons, whatever you want to call them, <clears throat> they're not coming back today. They're just not, they're, <laughs> they're done. At least for now, they're done. It's a lie. You've been lied to. There will be no riots today. There's uh there's no more muffins to save. We're all, we're all good. QAnon's good. Think about the muffins. Think about the muffins. Someone's in there. You know, what's Jerry Nadler's in there right now, gorging his face off. <laughs> thanks to that man right there. They owe him a debt of gratitude. He stopped people from stealing muffins. And, uh, you know, I think I think that he, we should all uh, acknowledge that he's a, he's a hero of sorts. He's a hero. Yeah, he stopped people. He sang a song. He said a prayer. What's he stopped that? people from stealing, stealing. If there were any support for him, any, you know, on the right yeah. Somebody would be saying this is nuts. He's in prison. Well, just in all this, Jerry, is since the insurrection is what Congress has actually been doing. I've Correct. never seen Congress this insane before. Think of the bills like yesterday, the majority of Democrats, over half, voted to have lower the age of voting to 16. We've got the equality bill. They passed a George Floyd bill yesterday, which basically makes it impossible for police to do their jobs. One horrible thing after another. Nobody's talking about it because all we're talking about is this lunatic in jail talking about organic food. Or or they're lying about an insurrection coming today because of white supremacists. It's a lie. Everyone knows a lie. There's no credible threats of them. And, and I said this yesterday, if they attack the Capitol today and, you know, bomb things and like, you know, like or, or destroy things like Antifa or Weather Underground, they actually attack the Capitol, I will apologize. But we all know it's a lie. We all know our Congress people, our media are lying to us. It's just an excuse because they no longer have Donald Trump. They need a boogeyman. They need an enemy. The enemy is this this shadowy white supremacist army that, you know, and, and they all go on TV. They say the same thing. All oh, their credible threats. I've seen the intelligence. I've seen the intelligence. It's real. They know it's not, but they need to pretend. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. 
Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. So while you're worried about QAnon, or while you're worried about white supremacists, people like my insane congressperson, Ayanna Presley, could say, we're going to lower the voting age to 16. I believe it was well more. Let's get the numbers on this bill because um, I believe it was well more than the majority of, of um, Democrats voting for this. And the police reform, they want to get rid of uh, qualified immunity, which is, again, insane. There was a woman, a congresswoman, a, a big, you know, large husky congresswoman from Florida who gave a great speech because her husband's a SWAT team medic and this bill will take will not allow him to wear a vest she said a bulletproof vest she brought the vest to the house floor and said see this you're trying to take this away from my husband it was a great speech i saw some excerpt of it but the you you're so right that under this guise of the white supremacists are coming they're going to ramp through police reform which is not reform at all. You know, it's it's criminal reform. It's helping the criminals and hurting the police. And when people pay attention, they see that, but they're not paying attention. They're distracted by the shiny object, which today is QAnon Shaman, Shamanon, and this alleged date that QAnon was going to inaugurate. They weren't going to inaugurate him, though. They were going to inaugurate Trump. Has anyone told Trump is today's the day he's supposed to come back to D.C. and get inaugurated? I was saying. Oh, today's not. Oh, March fourth. This used to be inauguration day, according to the original Constitution, Jerry. Did you know that? Oh, is that right? So right. we're going, we're going back to it. I guess so. I mean, we're going back to the Hoover days. That's why they got rid of this. This is the twentieth amendment, Jerry. They wanted to get rid of Hoover quickly, expedited. They wanted to bring an FDR. Well, what about what all? What about Archie Bunker said? Man, we could use a man like Herbert Hoover again. He said that. Yeah, Mister, no. we could use a man like Herbert Hoover again. I thought it was Jay Edgar. Didn't need no welfare state. Everybody pulled his weight. G.R. Old LaSalle ran great. He sounds exactly like his wife. <laughs> his wife? You don't know her name? Edith? Is that? Is it Edith? Uh, you're, you're right. The vote was uh, 125 to 93 in favor of lowering the voting age. Now, for, Dem for Democrats. That's just right. on the Democrats. All, every single Republican voted against it, of course. Thank God. But they don't have the majority, so... It, and the leader of this was my completely, utterly insane congressperson. She's crazier than AOC. or yes. She's the craziest, the most committed. She should be committed, but she's the most committed. She's a true believer. She thinks everything and anything is racist. Anything. She has new competition, Jerry, the chick from Missouri. Right. That's true. Corey Bush is yeah. in her. Is I mean, they're right. They're true believers. They will never ever compromise on anything she she thinks everything and everyone is racist and <clears throat> any crazy idea you have like whatever uh, you know lowering the voting age to 16 i mean i know some 16 year olds 17 year old i mean the idea that 18 year olds vote is scary you know they should be raising the voting age to like 40 that's what i think but can we listen to our my insane congresswoman with her mask on on the house floor saying why should we should let 16 year olds People who can't drive yet, people who can't drink or, you know, have a have a firearm or, you know, people who are still in high school and playing video games and smoking weed, they're supposed to vote. The chair now recognizes the gentlewoman from Massachusetts. 
Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I rise today in support of my amendment to H.R. 1, the For the People Act. H.R. 1 is bold, transformative legislation which fights voter suppression, promotes access to the ballot, cracks down on money in politics, and provides transparency to the American people. Passing this bill has never been more urgent. We must act to protect and preserve our democracy. My amendment gets to the heart of H.R. 1 and recognizes the contributions that young people continue to make to our democracy. By lowering the federal voting age from 18 to 16 years of age, my amendment would enfranchise young Americans to help shape and inform the policies that will set the course for our future. Stop, stop. I mean, the idea that she gets to vote, and oh, it's just frightening that that woman. He said voter suppression. We're suppressing 17 year olds, Jerry. Right. <laughs> That's who voter we're suppression. So, my kid, 80, by the way, I have two kids upstairs. They're three and five. They're being suppressed. As well. You know what? She, the, I don't want but the three-year-old, but the five-year-old should definitely be allowed to vote. It's time. You know what? We're we're marginalizing five-year-olds by not allowing them to vote. And guess who they would have voted for, Jerry? Donald Trump. I didn't tell them who to vote for. No, they, no, they, no. They, they can't vote for sleep. They go. I go, who do you want one to win? They said Donald Trump. Why not? I don't like Sleepy Joe. Why not? Too sleepy. Too sleepy? Well, I, I think that's legit. Five, five-year-old is a boy or girl. The five-year-old is a girl. Well, she hasn't announced yet, but we. I was going to say, did, yeah. are you sure? Did she decide yet? Because for now, for now, it's, it's about that time. Yes, you know, I mean, I prefer four-year-olds decide. Doctor Rachel Levine's going to save us. <laughs> right. She'll, she'll let us. She'll let us. I was going to say. I mean, she's not ready to reach puberty, but then again, maybe you know, you could stop that, and she can never reach puberty if you decide. But you're not involved in that decision. It's up to her. Yes, that's it. Is it is her choice? Uh, her her big announcement day is coming in a couple weeks. She's got a press conference held. We're going to find out the gender reveal, the real gender. And um, well, it's truly amazing. One hundred and twenty-five Democrat Congress, one hundred and twenty-five want sixteen-year-olds to vote. That, and why I understand is why is that? Jerry? I understand why. I mean, mm-hmm. if if sixteen-year-olds voted for for the Republican. They would say, "Let's raise the voting age to you know 45." It's it, it. There's no real conviction here. She doesn't mean that she doesn't want them to be marginalized. She means those people will vote for me and people as crazy as I am. I I mean I I, I look every time I hear her look at her. I say, I have neighbors, I have family members who vote for this lunatic who want her making decisions that affect their lives. It is truly scary. Um, she she referred to her in her speech report referred to Dr. Kendi. Um and oh God, I, she mentioned that. <laughs> oh God. And you know, those sixteen year olds, it would be like ninety nine to one. Any sixteen year old who would actually go to the polls would be a true believer, would be like her, would be insane. But Hopefully, fortunately, you know, Republicans only have a five-vote deficit in the House, so there's no way they can ram something as insane as this through. But we'll see. And and by the way, um, uh, Joe Biden, as he uh, as he as he said, where he comes out on this, I'm sure Kamala Harris is all in. No, well, he'll have to ask Nance. Nance. Nance will let him know. Nance. Whoever Nance. I, I know we play this game, and you know, at times it seems a little tedious, but. Can you imagine if Donald J. Trump or even whatever, Mitt Romney were president or whatever, and did no press conferences, none for the first 45 days, did no State of the Union, did no uh, real public appearances where the media has access to him. And when he did speak, some handler decided when and where or if he could take questions. Am I allowed to talk, Nance? I think 
yesterday's appearance was the most revealing and the most humiliating so far. And let's be honest, every day he does something. When he had to look at the, the other day, when he pulled the card out of his pocket to see how many people had died and he just was rambling on. And he, and he then a few days before that said, why am I here? I mean, these are, it's just embarrassing. It's 45 days in. And we now all know that he's not really in charge. There are Democrats that want to uh, a, have a bipartisan uh, push to take away his unilateral ability to wage war or to uh, not wage war yeah, to sure. uh, like every press conference fire the missiles to, to to start you know to use nuclear weapons. Camelos in the background there. Every press conference now sitting there nodding. Like you never saw Pence do that. It's very clear that this guy is just sitting up there. He doesn't know what the hell to say. If he was on his own, <laughs> he's a lost old man who doesn't know what to order at a restaurant. He doesn't know what time it is. He's just like, what What, what are we doing here? And he's the leader of the free world. And everybody's cool with it because everybody knows that, like, obviously this guy's not in charge. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And, and, and 80 million people allegedly voted for him. Oh, I shouldn't say that. 80 million oh, sorry, people filling. definitely, definitely voted for him. 80 million definitely voted for him. And there was no foul play at all. It was 100% legit. And he earned it and he deserved it. And all 80 million are very, very happy with the choice. Uh, including me, I, 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 I mean, we got to be careful here. We've been flagged for QAnon support. So let me just say that I think he's completely lucid and coherent and he's going to be one of the, the great presidents of all time. Just yeah, yeah. And if he, and if he isn't, I trust every, I trust Nance with all my heart, everything about Nance. Way, yeah. Is he talking about Jim Nance? Cause Jim Nance, I mean, obviously he's got to like, does golf, he does football. I mean, he's a big star. Jim Nance, we now know, is running the country? That is scary. Yeah, let's see. Thank you, thank you. And I'm happy to take questions if that's what I'm supposed to do, Nance, whatever you want me to do. Nance didn't want me to take questions. Nance it was the right call. Cut, it was the right cut, that, cut, that is amazing. It's one thing to say, no, Mr. President, we got a, we got an appointment. We got to go somewhere. We don't have time. We're out of time. They just bring the curtain down on this poor old man. They just, I mean... That's not really his fault. He said, I'm happy to take questions. So he was willing to take questions, and you know they can uh, arrange it so only friendly questions are asked, and he doesn't have to risk embarrassment. But they decide a better thing to do is just flip the switch and bring the curtain down. That is what? humiliating. Uh, By the way, you know how who long is this going to last, Jerry? Is this going to last four years? I, my guess was 18 months initially. That was the over-under. I think you and I talked about it before. The over-under was 18 months. I'm going way under now because – there's why? Only but, why, but why? Why change it? Like it's working fine. Like they have this idiot up front, this friendly guy that you know Joe America likes Joe, and he has no clue. I mean, it's kind of brilliant when you think about it. He just isn't running anything. There's somebody behind the scenes pulling everything. Whoever's behind the scenes, America wouldn't like. So the, you just throw Joe up there and you pull the strings, and he says what the people behind the strings are thinking. And it works out well. I no? was wondering. I mean, we, uh, have we checked like the, the <laughs> see who Nance actually is? Yeah, no, I take back what I said. I take back everything I said. Nance is Nancy Pelosi. I don't know why we didn't pick up on that one pretty That's quickly, Nancy but. Pelosi. Yeah, Nancy, yeah, yeah. He was speaking to the uh, Democrat, uh, the House Democrat. Oh, goodness uh, gracious. Nance. So Nance, Nancy Pelosi, who's older than he is, is putting the curtain down to prevent him from answering any questions. Um, it uh, Well, I'll tell you why. And I think it was uh, Dana Perino used to be the uh, press secretary or uh, press spokesman, whatever, for Bush. 
she said there's one thing that ups will upset the media. The media is obviously totally, completely in the tank for the man, but they will not like the fact that he never faces them, never takes questions, never stamps before them and makes a state. I mean, they will not like the fact that, that he is being protected, shielded from them, even, which is amazing when you consider a guy like Trump faces the media. The first question is why you lie so much, you know, uh, and everything is hostile. Everything is, is negative. He knows if he goes before the media or his wife, I was, you know, leading him around by the elbow knows if he goes before the media, they'll say, gee, what has enchanted you the most about being in the White House? What is, is vanilla still your favorite milkshake? I mean, they will absolutely slurp him up, but he still won't take the risk. What does that tell you? Do, about Joe? About Joe, that he that he won't go before the media when he knows the media is there for one reason only, to rub his feet and make him feel good and make him look good. They're part of the same team, and he still won't go before them and take well, Biden is no longer the Vegas odds-on favorite. I'm looking at it right now to win the Democratic nomination. K Kamala is. She's plus 200. Joe's plus 225. Then is Elizabeth Warren. No. But do you know who the overwhelming favorite on the Republican side is? Overwhelming? Well, it's, it's Trump. But Trump, you know, I, take him, uh, I saw one not, poll when they took good. him when they took him out. One poll had Donald Trump Jr. as the favorite. Oh Christ! That's I mean, the power of the Trumpkins. But I think there's you know a long way to go. DeSantis is doing great. He's I mean he's like third or fourth um, on that list. Uh, Pence is on that list. Ted Cruz is on that list. But I think among you know, actual Republicans who were paying attention. I think DeSantis is now the favorite. I have no Imagine doubt. how different Florida would have been if that drugged out socialist won. No, no. Well, well, <laughs> I mean, talk about, talk about, you know, uh, avoiding a, a, a disaster. I saw someone tweet that out the other day. Here's what almost happened. And they show him passed out naked with the, with the hooker. <laughs> and he's got a drug, uh, like a pipe, pipe or whatever drug paraphernalia. That guy was almost governor of Florida. And right now, if he were governor, it'd be shut down, and uh, it'd be you know, it, it, the whole thing would be disaster. There'd be unemployment and businesses uh, going under and everything else. They they dodged a, a bullet. And they Florida is like our Sweden, Jerry. It is the control group. It is the oasis of freedom. Like people are literally fleeing to, I, I've never met so many people that are going to Florida all the time now. It's like, cause it's literally a different country down there. Know, it's free America. And I say this all the time because people, um, when they tweet or write or talk about restaurants going under or whatever, any business gyms, they say because of the pandemic, this restaurant is closing. And I do this, and I know it's tedious, but I'm going to continue to do it. I say, correction, it is not because of the pandemic. That restaurant would be alive and well if it were in Orlando or Tampa or Jacksonville. If that same restaurant that you know is near the Boston Garden or Fenway and it's gone were in Florida, it would be doing fine. So thus, it's not the pandemic. It's the governor. In our case, we have a crazy liberal tyrant, Charlie Baker, who's not going to be happy till he destroys every restaurant. And I said this yesterday, Shattuck and I talked about it, and I know you'll enjoy it too, Turtle Boy. This is going to be fun, watching all these states open up, watching liberals lose their mind. Texas opens up for business, which kind of surprised me that it hadn't already opened, uh, gets rid of the mask mandate, and immediately 
all these limousine liberals, these elitist pompous a-holes like like Greg Popovich and and Beto O'Rourke, that half a moron says uh, that uh, Greg Abbott signed a death warrant for the state of Texas and the Republicans are a death cult that wants to kill people. They don't care. And well, I don't the get president it. called them Neanderthals, Jerry. The, Neanderthals. That's true. Neanderthal thinking is to open up your economy. By the way, you want to talk, You you if you want to know just what phonies these people are, and I, I, I'm... I'm, I'm hesitant to call Beto a phony because he's too stupid to be a phony. You know, he can't, he doesn't understand. Oh, he's a phony. He's, but, he knows he's, exactly what he's doing. Don't do underestimate you, him. Uh, I, I totally underestimate him. I think he looks like a Kennedy and he's dumb as a, like. He does it, look like a Kennedy. It, I mean, and if he didn't look like a Kennedy, he'd be, he'd be, you know, working at a car wash. But anyway, this, I want to get to this item before we get to you know, a couple other things. Um, in, in, in Cuomo's uh, performance yesterday. Finally, Cuomo earned his Emmy yesterday, crying on cue, okay. uh, but it ain't going to work. But but this, to me, should infuriate everybody. And I, I understand for some reason we're so partisan and, you know, the, 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 the Biden people hate the Trump people and the Democrats hate the Republicans and the CNN people hate the Fox people, but shouldn't we all agree that this story, while we are, you know, people like Beto O'Rourke or Popovich are saying we must remain in lockdown while we have governors like Baker and Whitmer and Newsom still locked down, still keeping kids out of school, still destroying businesses in the name of science. Shouldn't we all agree it's insane that they released the numbers 108 illegal aliens in Texas at the border were released into this country after testing positive for COVID. <laughs> they got on buses. They went to North Carolina, Virginia, New Jersey, among other places. Oh, good. They were just the fact the fact that A, you let them in the country, B, you let them get on a bus, C, you let them spread out. It's like one of those movies, like if you ever see a movie like Contagion, a movie about or The Stand, a movie about a, a virus or about a epidemic, and they show you that little graphic thing, and it shows that the lines spread all over the country, and immediately. You know, five cases becomes 50, becomes 500, and soon, you know, a few days, it's millions. So we are afraid still. People are wearing their masks, you know, alone outside, sledding. People are, some kids aren't in school. You still can't go to restaurants in some places. We're still in full panic lockdown mode. We still have people like Fauci telling us we're all going to die. At the same time, we release illegal aliens. Okay, think of the issue. We release illegal aliens into the country on buses to bring the virus to other places, other states. Shouldn't we all be like alarmed by that, upset by Man, that? Don't they have to quarantine when they get to a new state so they can't work? No, 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 no. Have they qualified for PPP loans? That's a, that's a good question. No quarantining involved. It's the, And at the same time, the president sort of says it's Neanderthal thinking to open up businesses. At the same time that he is allowing, encouraging people to come over the border and not just mm, don't quarantine or don't test, literally test them, find some are positive and let them go. How is that not? Like, How is that not? That's an offensive word. It's a, it, it's like That's the true. Geico commercials. It's, it's offensive to people who are cavemen and uh, who, you know, are ogres in general and stuff like that. Why That's are we using me. antiquated it's words like that? To you. 
you know, pe offensive to people with, you know, big foreheads. Yeah, like people who have beards, like the QAnon shaman guy. He kind of <laughs> looks like a Neanderthal a little bit. Right, right. He, yeah, he, well, he is. I'd say that's accurate, but that's utter madness. But, you know, we got lots of uh, madness on this today, on this uh, uh, inauguration day. Um, we, 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 I don't want to say we're going to gloat every day, but we're going to gloat every day about Cuomo because we've been talking about for 10 months on what is what an absolute scumbag he is. And I hear a lot of people, Turtle Boy, let me let me mention uh, Shake Concrete before we do because i got to get to that and a couple other things, and time is flying by here with you. And we got to get to your latest, um, I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, your latest adversary. Turtle Boy has a new... Uh, I have a lot of adversaries. You have a lot of adversaries. Hopefully this one doesn't put you back in the nuthouse, but... I enjoyed your uh, little mini feud last night on uh, Twitter, and I'm looking forward to your uh, showdown with this little kindy. You know, little kindy. Yes, little, little kindy. But before we do that, let me tell you about Shea Concrete and what Shea can do for you. They can build you a retaining wall. Did you know that Shea Concrete is the largest manufacturer of recon retaining wall systems in North America? Well, you do now. In fact, in 2020, Shea set a new company record when they man manufactured 178,000 square feet of retaining wall. This is a testament to Shea's legendary teamwork from engineering to manufacturing to dispatch and delivery. As the guys at Shea like to say, teamwork makes the teamwork. They do. I've been around them when they say that. Shea Concrete's high-performing precast concrete retaining walls stand up to New England's active climate and come in a wide variety of shapes designs and textures to meet your retaining wall needs. So whether you need a residential, a commercial or an industrial application, Shea has a dedicated team that will assist you with conceptual design, site walks and installation. Let Shea show you the way. Call Shea Concrete at 800-696-SHEA. That's 800-696-SHEA or just log on to SheaConcrete.com. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. All right, here's what we saw yesterday. We saw a lion, scummy, sleazy, narcissistic politician tried to save his own ass, and it became comical. Uh, Cuomo, and, and a lot of people like me who were on Cuomo 10 months ago, uh, listened to everything Janice Dean said, who followed the story closely, understand that he will never, ever do anything worse than he did last March 25th almost a year ago when he sent coronavirus positive patients into nursing homes, murdering, literally wiping out 10, perhaps 15,000 or more senior citizens. It's hard to do something in office worse than that. You know, I said There's so much, so many worse things you can do that. Are you kidding, Jerry? You can use uh, offensive term. You could say there's only two genders. There's oh, many more point. things you could do that. Worse good point. That. I got about that. Exactly. You're right. Terrible. You're right. You could say, um, um, you could be a white guy who pretends to be a black guy in a cartoon. That would be oh, big no no. You could you you could say that you're uh, uh you could use Aunt Jemima syrup. 
You could say all lives matter. Oh, no, stop. This is a family podcast. We're not going to say all lives matter here. But it doesn't really matter what he does from here on in because of what he already did is already impeachable. It's criminal. He does not belong in, in society. He belongs in prison. He's a monster. We've gone over this time and again. What he did on March 25th was sign the death warrant to steal Beto term, a death warrant for 15,000 seniors. And the reason he did it, there's only two things that could have compelled him. One, he was afraid to make Trump look good if he put the seniors or the, the coronavirus patients on the ship or in the Javits Center. Would have made Trump look good. Or two, you get money. Nursing home owners get money when they die in the nursing homes. And he's and they are big supporters of his, financial supporters of his. So either way, it's just venal. It's vile. He's a monster. A lot the of people, love gov, Jerry, the love gov. <laughs> Unbelievable how they have you, any credibility left after this freaking shit show. They put America through this, this joke. This, I mean, we've been laughing at that, the Cuomo brothers this whole time, and they've been putting them up like as serious interviews. How was that ever allowed in the first place? He did. He did nine interviews, all friendly, some with props, big you know, Q-tips. He literally called him the love gov and said, do you want people to know that you're single and ready to mingle? Is he divorced? Like where he's did... divorced. Yeah, from Kennedy. Okay. He's divorced, and apparently he's quite the you know. Quite well, he's got he's got Chelsea Handler all moist. Right, she but can't... she's too old. I don't know if you noticed, but she's too old for him. He only likes them in their twenties. And, and <laughs> hey, you know, I can't say I blame him. If they're any, if they're not at least forty years younger than he is, yeah. he's not interested. I but mean, it's okay if it's the other way around. It's a little bit weird. I mean, it's, <laughs> I think it's normal. Like a sixty-year-old guy, he's got a lot of money, famous, twenty-eight-year-old. Okay. If it was the other way around, if it was like a forty-year-old woman, twenty-eight-year-old guy, like that'd be different, you know. I mean, he—I um, mean, he lives in Albany, guys. I mean, I don't know what else. No, what that's else right. Like, that's right. Geraldo, Geraldo's defense was given, uh, defended him, and said he lives in Albany, the most boring city in America, and he's single. So he's putting his hands on underlings, a twenty-five-year-old. He's feeling up chicks from Schenectady, Jerry. Is that what you say? And Troy, <laughs> you know, get on, get on Tinder. You know, if you're really looking for love. Um, but you're right, Chris Cuomo will go to his grave embarrassed, humiliated, because those videos of him playing footsie with his brother and giggling, at that very moment, there was a, a, a New York senior citizen, maybe some you know World War II vet, gasping for air as his lungs filled up with fluid, and he took his last breath alone in a nursing home because of this scumbag. That's what's going on. And and, and Chris Cuomo saying, are you single and ready to mingle there, love, Gov? Oh, my. Uh, but anyway, he cried on cue. He apologized uh, to whatever, whoever he hurt. And he said, I never touched anybody immediately when he said that. The video or the pictures of him holding that poor girl's head in his hands. And he's big and she's small and it looks frightening. I said, she looks like an ISIS bride. If she, if he doesn't, if she doesn't submit, he's going to kill her whole family. That's what it looks like. And lots of people like me who've been on this for 10 months say, who cares about that? He killed 15,000 seniors. Well, I don't care. If Al Capone is going down for tax evasion, I'm going to be, I'm going to rejoice that he's going down, that this guy is going down for putting his hands on young women against their will or asking them to play strip poker or asking them if they'd like to have sex with old men. He's a creep and a pervert and a scumbag. We will make sure those 15,000 people and their families are not forgotten. We will mention them every single day, but we have to bring him down. He's, he's, an, he's a monster. If this brings him down, 
if this forces him out of office, I hope they still pursue criminal charges. If this embarrasses him, then I want I'm going to enjoy it. Okay, I'm going to enjoy the fact that this guy's not going to get away. He's with not it. stepping down. Like Jerry Ralph Northam is still the governor of Virginia. That's Nancy a good Pelosi. Point. Democrats know the the only Democrat dumb enough to resign is Al Franken. Like, right. and, he, and he learned his lesson afterwards. Like they're like, oh wait, you don't have to do that. You just wait it out for the outrage cycle to pass, and then. They go on to the next one. He'll be good. Trust me. He will. He will never retire. Resign. You're right. He's too arrogant. He's you know. Uh, he's he's too power drunk. He loves the job. He loves the power. You know. He will never resign. But he'll be compromised. And you know what else? He'll never be president. He'll never be president. So that's a good thing. And I, the longer he stays in office, the more humiliated he's going to be. The more humiliated Chris Cuomo is going to be. So let him stay. But can we play the cut where he starts to cry? Or and you tell me. Just how phony this is! How, how just how, 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 what an actor he is! It's just ridiculous. Sure. Uh, and you are right. You can find uh, hundreds of pictures of me uh, making the same gesture with hundreds of people—women, men, children, etc. Uh, you can go find hundreds of pictures of me uh, kissing people, uh, men, women. It is my usual and customary way of greeting. You know that because you've watched me for, uh, let's just say, uh, more years than we care to remember. By the way, it was my father's way of greeting people. You're the governor of the state. You want people to feel comfortable. You want to reach out to them. I, I do. It's okay to grab a woman by the face and say, I'm, I want to kiss you because your father told you to do so uh, 30 years ago. Or, you know what I mean? He kissed, he kissed men? <laughs> I haven't seen any pictures or video of him kissing a man. I'm sorry. In fact, I haven't seen a pic- video of kissing a woman over 40. You know, they're all... But that picture, that picture that's everywhere, Jerry, it, that was after that she says he put his hand like right on her backside, exposed skin and a dress and all that and stuff. She stopped him, and, right? And she was already scared shitless in that moment, obviously. And then he goes and does that. It's like, it's. Yeah. And she said, uh, he said, can I kiss you to the, you know, whatever she is, 25 year old at a wedding reception. Can I kiss you? It was like right in front of all these people. And her friend is videotaping it. Or taking photographs. Surprised he's, he didn't take a selfie and put it on Instagram, Jerry. He's right. He's so arrogant. He thinks he can get away with anything. I think um, this is, he's going to eventually, he won't resign. You're right. But he will be compromised and he will be a joke. Hell, all his friends, the late night comedians, they all turned on him. You know, all these, okay. all the, you know, these John Olivers, these a-holes who were praising him or loving him or telling you what a great performance he gave all of spring and you know who, who wanted him to win an emmy and write a book and everything else they've turned on him his best friends you know chelsea handler i don't know if she's turned on him yet but she will oh, she'd still ride him jerry come on <laughs> she would still jump on the love gov she would say he'd say can i touch you oh absolutely governor whatever all right we got to get to a couple other things i want to get to this i've been trying to get to it all week but uh and then we'll get to your new feud which i'm enjoying so far oh good dear. did you see what Terry Francona's son, Nick Francona, who's a ex-Marine and he's worked in baseball for a number of organizations. He's kind of a candid guy. He's kind of a truth teller. He got, he's the one that talked about Alex Verdugo, the scumbag Red Sox uh, 
the guy they traded Mookie Betts for, he was in Arizona when uh, when uh, Verdugo was involved in that uh, deal where the young runaway girl got beaten up and Verdugo was, they took pictures. And anyway, he was the one that told the truth, who kind of let the cat out of the bag that, that Gabe Kapler was covering it up. And I respect the guy, don't know him, but he sounds like a guy who doesn't, can't stand, can't tolerate a cover-up or a lie. The latest story in Cleveland is that they allowed Mickey Calloway, when he was a pitching coach for Terry Francona, to uh, sexually harass lots of women. You know, he was, his thing was sending dong pictures, which, I, you know. Is that sexual harassment? Is it welcomed? <laughs> I don't think so. debated dong pictures before. And the re one the reason he got in trouble is the husband of a woman he sent dong pictures to confronted him or confronted the, the Indians. And according to Nick Francona, Terry Francona, Tito, beloved Tito in Boston, covered it up or allowed it to happen. Then Mickey Calloway, the jig is up. Everyone knows he's a dirtbag. There's all kinds of women coming forward. But he puts a statement out, Nick Francona, which I couldn't believe. And he just throws dad you know, to the wolves. He says, that, you know, his father, he, he's, the story broke in The Athletic, which is a problem. Lots of people didn't read it. You saw it excerpted. It was a great story on how Mickey Calloway's harassed all kinds of women. Um, and he So said, he's just sending dick pics out without asking first, like, can I send you one? It's uh, a good question. I don't know if anyone asked him if he got permission. But he said, I confronted my father. And it's clear he simply doesn't get it. I'm hesitant to get into personal details of my family situation, but my father and I do not have a particularly close relationship, largely as a result of disagreements about his conduct, some of which has been reported over the years and some of which has not. Now, he's talking about, I assume, when he left the Red Sox, and the Red Sox smear campaign was that he was taking drugs. He was, he was you know, living in a hotel. He was banging everything that i mean he was out of control and we all at least i did i kind of liked frank Cona, didn't necessarily like the ownership just said he was kind of despicable that they uh, that they lodged this uh or started this uh smear campaign on his way out the door it seemed kind of sleazy well apparently um nick francona his son the ex-marine is uh piling on here he says i've always tried to stand up uh, for what I felt was right, even when it isn't easy. In this case, that means acknowledging that my own father and his colleagues are clearly in the wrong. Their behavior is unacceptable, and even worse, it's hard to have faith in them to improve and learn when they seem more concerned about covering up wrongdoings than addressing them honestly. I don't think this is a problem that is unique to the Indians. I think there needs to be a reckoning in Major League Baseball. Unfortunately, the commissioner's office is part of the problem not the solution until a truly independent outside party is brought in. These problems will continue to plague the sport. Time out. Who's, whose dick pic was it? Mickey Calloway, pitching okay, coach okay. for the Indians. Oh, okay. And, I apologize. I and, and, he's, uh, and there's all kinds of women who came forward to the athletic saying that he did it to them and on and on and on. He's, um, have they uh, provided the evidence? Not sure, but I, I think, um, it's not that hard. There's at least some evidence that's in the hands of in the, the hands. um it's in the hands. 
Yes, it's in his hands. It's in his hands. In the hands of the commissioner's office. This guy is dead man walking Mickey Calloway. But um, this doesn't look good for Francona. He covered it up. He went on for years. And his own son is saying that uh, he couldn't, he wouldn't stop. He wouldn't be honest. I guess, you know, I got to say this looks good for the Red Sox ownership because he does sound like Frank Kona is not what we thought. I mean, we knew he was a little bit of a, you know, character, but he sounds like he's covering up sexual harassment just because it's his own pitching coach. I'm surprised Nick Francona hasn't gotten um, more play, but then again, we reached out to him. Cullinan called him and he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Probably because he called out his dad, and his dad is uh, obviously his dad. I mean, Tito said in a statement that he was, you know, disappointed that his son would make it public and all that stuff. But you know, he probably just doesn't want to feed, feed it any more than he already did. Obviously, a man, a man came forward to the team, to the uh, um, Mets. I mean, to the Indians, he got the job with the Mets, and a man came forward to the Indians apparently because he had enough, and said the uh, Callaway sent pornographic material to his wife, to his own wife. The man, why would he care if he did it to his own wife? Why would the man care? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. That doesn't make any sense. So Correct. Just- Which means he sent it to the man's wife. Oh, the man's. Oh, I apologize, Jerry. I'm you're you're an expert on this. I'm I am an expert on dick pics. That's correct. I'm a connoisseur. As they so the say. Athletic interviewed 22 people, and they said that Callaway's sexual indiscretions permeated the workplace to such an extent that it would have been okay. difficult for top officials not to be aware. And then Nick Francona said, yes, my dad knew all about it. So his own son threw Francona under the bus. That is brutal. But I guess, you know, Francona, Nick Francona, you know, didn't want to tolerate it, didn't want to see this go on any longer. So I guess but isn't there an aspect that, that like Tito could have just brought it to, I mean, he's claiming that he knew and he didn't do anything, but couldn't he have just brought it to the appropriate people and said, all right, you guys go figure it out because my job is to deal with the baseball team. You well, guys. I, sure, but I think Nick yeah. Francona would have known that, right? If yeah. he was there with his dad, he would have said, yes, he did what he had to do. He went to management, we went to ownership, but they knew this creep was harassing women left and right. And I guess he might be a damn good pitching coach because they, they didn't do anything about it, but it amazes me. The guy's got a great career. He was going to be a manager, and he he um, can't stop sending pictures of his junk to strange women. That is a bizarre sickness. And again, I mean, when you send, I don't know if he's a rookie at this. Like when you send the dick pic, you you you're understanding. Like the the recipient of this now has you by the balls forever. Right. You Correct. can never do anything to them. They will always have something over to you that can destroy you. It is literally the most risky thing you can do. This guy sounds like he's just sending them out willy-nilly. Like, hey, here's some dick. How about this? What do you think of this? Like, they, I mean, he's a little too into himself, this guy, it sounds like. You're, you're right. He's, he's, he's 45 years old, and he's still doing this. It's like, I mean, if a high school kid does it, you say he's a dumb kid. Um, Midlife crisis. Think of it. Th- think of it. You Not only... Turtle Boy, does the woman have you by the balls forever? But so does everybody she shares it with. <laughs> you know, she could yeah, literally. Oh, and she's sharing it. Like a woman doesn't just get a dick pic and just like, you know what? I'm going to keep this to myself. No. She, she tells her friends, guess what? I get the. the, the you know, Here's the creep of the day. She's going to tell all her friends. Here's the creep of the day. What do you think? What do you think? It's pretty big. It's pretty, you know, bulgy. You know? <laughs> Look at that. There's some nice veins in there. Look at them. They're, <laughs> Look at they're them. popping out. Whoa. Wow! I don't care how good a pitching coach you are, or in the case of, you know, we've seen it before with others. You aren't a smart man. You're not a smart man. I don't want you on my side. I don't want you working for me or with me if you're that stupid to do this. You know, your judgment is that lacking. 
Yeah, I mean, well, at least consent first. Like, ask him, like, would you like to see my genitals? Will this help or will this arouse you? Will this work? Is this better than the pink vibrator? Like, will this work? You could ask those questions instead of just sending it. You don't just send. What are you thinking? The, email, the, the angry husband ang uh, went to the Indians and then he went to Major League Baseball. The commissioner went to the commissioner's office and said, you got a guy, a pitching coach, who's sending my wife pictures of his genitals. Ooh. I'm going to say it's over. It's over. Just like, what's the guy's name was going to be the Mets uh, GM, the local oh, guy? Oh, yeah, right. What was his name? I can't remember his name anymore. Uh, check that because he's one of your heroes. He played uh, you like college hockey, so Dave yeah, idolizes him. True. But he's just this fat loser who couldn't stop. He had a great job. He was about to make $2 million a year running the Mets, but he couldn't help himself. Jared Porter. Jared Porter. Jared Porter had to send pictures of himself to, to girls. And now what's he doing? I think I, I saw him uh, making my sub at Subway the other day. It's all over because he couldn't stop sending pictures of himself. All right. Before we couldn't, by the way, like if you're in that situation, couldn't you just rat out everybody but your father? You know what I mean? Like there's enough other people. It is that strange. But oh, like, you know what? His father, they had a bad divorce. Yeah. Uh, from his mother. Yeah, turning on your parents is all the rage now. Ever since that girl at the Capitol. Dying down true. Her <laughs> true. It's trendy now. It's a trendy I, move. I promise I will never do that. Something I can't relate to. Turning on your parents or sending a picture of uh, my wiener to uh, anybody, anywhere, ever. But uh, one thing I can relate to is what Turtle Boy was doing last night, fighting. Fighting with crazy, woke, uh, liberal lunatics who um, are supposed to be educating your children. When I see stories like what you had last night, I think of the kids. That's in a way I think, the kids. This person, this nut job that you're fighting with, this guy with the Che Guevara shirt on, which is, as you point out, that is that eliminates him from, uh, you know, polite society immediately. You cannot be a good teacher, a good if you're wearing a Che Guevara shirt. Um, you're just an idiot. First of all, you're either a total radical or you're an idiot. And this guy is a coach and a teacher, and someone's kids are in his. In, in his charge right now as we speak that is frightening as you point out you know these he's um got a history of racist statements racist tweets and and uh and on top of it all he doesn't like me which is really disturbing because i shocking shockingly because i'm a big fan of his yes he's a great guy he, he so he went private yesterday oh so, really yeah i mean oh but i'm already following him so i get to see his stuff it was like when cullen went private and if you follow if you were one of his seventeen thousand followers you can see still see what kevin cullen writes but yeah i mean this guy is uh posting some insane things blatantly racist things on his, on his twitter all day long on the clock by the way the everett public schools jerry are closed they've been closed because of COVID-19 while the casino in town remains fully operational, of course, but the schools cannot open. And during school hours, when there's these guys are so busy, this is so much harder. And by the way, Jerry, that's all a lie. I live with a teacher. Okay. They're done at 1130. It's a, it's a big lie. This whole thing that teachers are working harder. And so he's, he's tweeting out racist garbage and he gets away with it because you can do that. If you're not white, you can say pretty much whatever you want because they, there's this loophole where you can't be racist if you are black or brown. Did you know that? I did know that. I've noticed that. I noticed that. Part yes. of critical race theory. And not, they're not even saying it facetiously. They mean it like with a straight face. Like, oh, I can't be racist. I'm, I'm, I'm black. So I, I, obviously, I can't be racist. Duh. So he's just tweeting out the stuff. And, and any normal person, like if I had tweeted out, if you just switch black and white on any of his tweets, you'd be fired immediately. Right. right? 
And this guy just gets away with it. And so I put a story out there and he's whining about systemic racism. And I'd like to point out that like the superintendent of Everett is a woman of color. He's a person of color. The principal of Everett High School is a person of color. That's the system in Everett. The system is like, what? If systemic racism is so apparent and uh, so obvious, why does the entire city of Everett seem to be run by people who are not white? It's a good question. And he doesn't, uh, he uses his platform to spew this, uh, you know, critical race theory. And we all know uh, that is protected. <laughs> To say the least, I mean, you cannot call them out. You tried, and immediately they came came after you, and uh, you invited him on your live show, correct? I did. He's coming on Monday. We're going to have a, a debate on critical race. Critical race theory, which means every white person is born racist. That's right. basically the premise. It's Pretty simple. Uh, yep. It's being used to poison the minds. Fortunately, the good news is Everett's kids aren't back in school, correct? Yes, God forbid he focus on something like that on a Monday night. Good, because if time they're back in school, their minds will be poisoned yet again by the likes of uh, this gentleman. Who, I, and and when he attacked me, I noticed all I did was ask the question about the Jacob Blake thing. We did a show on it, like we tried to we spoke spoke to some law enforcement people, and we said what was the proper procedure here when Jacob Blake, you know, resisted arrest, you know, tried to get in the car, reach for his knife tried to take off with his children in the car, what were the cops supposed to do? I asked the question. That right there is racist. You can't ask the question. Jacob Blake, who had a knife, who was resisting arrest, who raped, allegedly raped the woman, the mother of uh, these children, and they did what they had to do. And by the way, there's been, never been any charges because the cops followed the proper procedure. We know that. Jacob Blake admits he reached for a knife. It's kind of not a not a thing anymore, but Apparently, the fact that the cop was white and the and the suspect was was not is. And by the way, he's sharing things. he's sharing TMZ links that say that Jacob Blake was unarmed. That's untrue. Jacob Blake himself has said I was armed with a knife. So this principal, who's supposed to be somebody the kids look up to, is spreading misinformation and increasing racial intention, tensions on the internet. And that's just okay. We're just allowed to do that. This that's is what point. he wrote. This is what got my attention. That people tweeted they tweeted yesterday. He said, I'm always careful of folks who say they feel attacked when discussing race. If you are white in this case, being attacked is indeed a gross over-exaggeration because there is nothing I can do to snatch your Thanos-like privilege stone. Uh, so basically what he's saying there is that uh, if I call you racist and you can't object to me calling you racist, if you feel like I'm being attacked, that's just your privilege speaking. So it's, right. they found these amazing loopholes. You got to give it to him. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to your debate. That will be interesting. Don't you know? A guy like this is not used to debating. You know, he's used to getting, uh, uh, never not even getting questioned on anything. So it will be interesting to hear you guys debate. Hopefully, it'll be it'll be civil. You know, we like a good civil debate. Uh, but uh, you can uh, check that out. Check out the blog that Turtle Boy did on this subject at tbdailynews.com, and you can follow him at tb underscore Aiden. That's correct. A-I-D-A-N. The whole story is there if you're interested. Uh, all right, Turtle Boy, thanks, man. We will talk to you uh, next week. Um, big day. I got to get to Washington. We are taking over the Capitol. Trump's on his way. I'm looking forward to it. So uh, uh, we got to get to it. Uh, the inauguration. This is QAnon Inauguration Day, and God knows we're all in. We are all in. 
Uh, but uh, thanks to uh, DCU and Shea Concrete and Allied Paving. Thanks to GovX and uh, Pluto TV and all our wonderful sponsors. And thanks to everybody for listening, for rating, reviewing, and telling a friend. I appreciate it. This is the Callahan Podcast. I'm Jerry Callahan, and we will talk to you again soon. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Headlines and hot takes, they have their place. But at our podcast, ESPN Daily, we don't just skim the surface of sports. Dude, I mean, this clearly transcends blood feuds, <laughs> rivalries, sports. This is something far, far deeper than that. I'm your host, Pablo Torre. And every day, we try to dive into the stories behind the athletes. The picture of him in the dugout afterwards just looked like a guy who'd had his heart ripped out. Listen to ESPN Daily wherever you get your podcasts. Are you headed back to college this fall? Amazon has part-time jobs with students in mind. With starting pay up to $20 an hour and shifts that work with your schedule, you'll be able to balance school, work, study time, and social time. So beat the fall rush and go to Amazon.com slash student jobs to start looking for a part-time job. Not only will you earn while you learn, but you'll get to add Amazon to your resume and jumpstart a career that can take you places. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.